This is VH Snack. Yo, we're back, and we are ready to VH Snack. Oh, yes, we are. I'm ready for this one. I'm Josh. And I'm Phil. And together we are... VH Snack. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> we don't That's have to good. do the we, cheesy... We did, though. <laughs> we did do it. So how you doing, buddy? We just watched uh, the Eagles yeah. win the game. Are you excited about that? Very pumped. Very, very exciting. It's so. a, a nice, gloomy October day here. Love uh, these days, man. Uh, just had a hurricane blow through. We were supposed to record this yesterday, but Josh's power got knocked out. Don't love that, but, it, you know. Did hurricanes. your food go bad? I don't think so. I'm st- I'm still eating it, so I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I kept it shut. You know, I know the, I know the deal. Yeah. Gotta keep it shut. Yeah, for sure. Dude. Before we jump into this episode, can we talk about like the crazy coincidence that just happened? Oh, with Stuck on VHS? Yeah. Yeah, so the brand brand new supplement for Stuck on VHS, uh Stuck on VHS 2 is coming out very soon and I was showing you it and you found a sticker from your grandparents' store? Yeah. yeah. So, my grandparents opened a store small ass country town in North Carolina, LaGrange in like the 60s. I had no idea that they sold VHS, but I was flipping through this book and holy shit, I found a sticker from Hardy's Appliance. We service what we sell with their phone number and everything. I mean, the store that I grew up visiting as a kid, there's a fucking sticker of it in your book. Like, what are the odds of that? Well, I mean, you got, I mean, I've been around here for a few years and I'm photographing stuff, you know, that I find and stuff from my collection and things like that. I just think it's amazing because that's exactly what I want what we want this publication to do, you know, is, is to connect people that way and find these things. And yeah, it's just super awesome, dude. It's perfect. It stokes me out, man. I'm really glad. I just wish that yeah. I had the tape that you, but I, I know, know where it is. I, I could figure out where that picture was taken. So yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, because I would like to own that tape. Yeah. It's out there. I mean, wow. Just wild coincidence. Just had to share that little, uh, VH synchronicity there. Heck yeah, like dude. two worlds colliding. Uh, but yeah, man, yeah, congrats on the new Man 5000 in my head for us. <laughs> right. Easy I spider. See I see you're going over there. Yeah. Um, just had to throw that out there and congrats on the new book. It looks great. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, it's going to be probably be dropping very soon uh, by the time this comes out and everything. Hey, before we forget, let's talk about the event. 90s um, Rewind Weekend. Yeah, coming right up. Uh, less than two weeks, I think. Yeah, October 14th and the 15th Friday, at the Mahoning Drive-In. Yeah. Uh, two nights of 90s nostalgic movies introduced by Josh and I. And uh, the lineup is going to be sick. Stacked, dude. This is such a fun lineup. I'm so excited just to be there. Friday night, we got Drop Dead Fred, Little Monsters, and the movie we're talking about today, Nothing But Trouble. Holy shit. This is huge for you, dude. Like, I know. I, I, I'm so happy. For I might too. cry when I watch that movie on the big screen. Like, I just want. It's okay if you do. I just want to hold the the fucking tin that the movie comes in, like the 35 <laughs> millimeter. You want to cradle it like a child. Yeah, like. I just want to like hold it over my head. Like, yes. yeah, this experience is is going to be amazing, dude. I'm really really happy about it. So if Saturday night, uh, yeah, oh Saturday night, we should tell them about Saturday night. Yes. Yeah, Good Burger, Heavyweights, heavyweights and Angus, and Angus. What a lineup! So go it's, get those tickets. Yeah, go get them. Go get them. I mean, for real, this is going to be such a, a great event. The 
I'm, I'm just it gives me a warm feeling just thinking about it and seeing all these movies on the big screen i mean like imagine how big that mondo burger is going to be on the big screen dude it's going to be gigantic you know i'm very <laughs> uh, dude i'm stoked to see like the lineup of food there oh yeah that's going to be really fun too uh we're definitely going to have some vh snacks roll around them in the cafeteria and so. feel free to bring your own vh snacks yeah you know please bring us some vh snacks that would be so amazing please yeah come through and say hello to us and you know, if you're in that area, that is just an amazing drive-in in general. One of the best ever. And uh, we're just absolutely thrilled to be able to bring this out. So, um, yeah, killer lineup, though, like you said, dude. Hell yeah. Well, like we said, one of those movies is uh, nothing but trouble. And that's what we're talking about today. I love how casual you are about it right now. Because What? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. I know this is like your favorite movie ever, dude. This is so yeah. amazing. I'm really happy for you. I mean, this yeah. is a big deal for me. Um, there was a period of time. I must have been like maybe five to eight years old or something. I had this routine where a few days a week I would wake up, make some cereal, and pop in Nothing But Trouble in my VCR. Like I used to watch this movie all the time, so much so that the tape broke inside my VCR. And we took said VCR to my uncle's... Uh, appliance store hardy's appliance hardy's appliance to see if he could fix it and they were like nah this you know this machine is just mangled and oh, i was cooked huh? and i was just staring at my copy of nothing but trouble just shredded to pieces in the vcr no yeah oh yeah wow <laughs> it's a dark memory <laughs> <laughs> but it lives on through other copies it lives on and uh i'm honored to talk about this movie <laughs> 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 this is my uh, this it's obviously a film that's like totally ingrained in you and, and that's that's something that is is really special and cool and i think it kind of grabs an essence of what we do at vh snack and so i'm just really thrilled that like because you know we've covered this one before vh snackers i mean yeah, so this was a movie that we kind of connected on and like you know it was something that we were both like no this movie totally rules yeah the first time you ever came on uh the spook house my other horror movie podcast we discovered during that episode that we both like nothing but trouble and i was like right. oh shit we got to do an episode on this so we did and it was a good episode it was mm -hmm. like a couple years ago but I always wanted another crack at it give it the full vh snacking treatment yeah so when they announced yeah. it for 90s rewind and when when you let it slip the other night at dinner, like, yeah, hey, maybe we should do nothing but trouble. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. We're fucking doing it. Yeah, you pounced on that opportunity. Yeah. I, I, again, I appreciate it. So, so yeah. I wouldn't have put it out there if I wasn't down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this movie is amazing. I mean, it's absolutely probably one of the most underrated comedies of the 90s to me. And it's because it's so bizarre. Like, this is such a weird ass movie, you know? Yeah. Um, it frequently gets thrown in with like worst movies of all time and i'm like interesting like don't see that at all yeah i mean i see how big like, people don't get it or think that it's like too gross or strange or doesn't make sense or is like you know goofy okay but these are all things that i like about movies so yeah. <laughs> like i'm really into this one yeah well i was also thinking i think this movie came out at kind of the wrong time. I mean, right. February of 91, this was going up against Silence of the Lambs and movies in general, like at least the mainstream stuff were just in a different place. Had this come out in, I could see it fitting nicely in like 1988, 
you know, people would have been a little more open to it. Mm-hmm. But I think I think it was just wrong time, you know. And I think the fact that it's gained a cult status and people are wowed by this movie and Coley, you know, kind of like we are like championing this movie. Like, yeah, this movie's really weird and cool. Like, maybe you're right. Maybe it just did come out at, at, at a wrong time. And it is just a very bizarre movie. So, I mean, which is why that we love it, it is. And yeah. uh, I love it for that reason. I think it has such a rewatchability factor for me as a kid and now. Yeah is you can always find something in the background that you never noticed before, or this movie's just great to look at. It's uh, got a lot of layers, man, for sure. I mean, like the, the set design is something you have to talk about, right? Of course. And I mean like how incredible that is and how detailed it is and like just the aesthetic on it and like the dark kind of comic booky feel at times, but also like really like gritty and, and real. Like it's yeah, really, well, really cool. So well, everything was lit beautifully by mm-hmm. Dean Cundy, who mm-hmm. worked on like Jurassic Park, Halloween, Back to the Future. Um, the whole behind the scenes cast is top notch. I mean, um, God, forgot his name. It escapes me. His last name Miller, but he mm. created like the Freddy Krueger effects. He did the makeup in this movie. So even the behind the scenes crew, I mean, everybody just did a great job. I think. And given all the duties that Dan Aykroyd had, I think he nails it. I mean, writing, acting, directing. Yeah. And playing multiple characters. I I, I think like, I, I don't know. I mean, this is just his show to me. It's, it's the Dan Aykroyd experiment, you know? And, and I, that's what I love about it too. Yeah. This is like the closest you ever get to opening up his brain and just seeing what is going on in there. Right. And, you know, like I grew up with this movie, too. I mean, obviously, I got a huge nostalgia for it and it would just be on a lot. And it was one that was just on all the time. And I still revisit it. Like I said, I was I watched it like four days ago, like just yeah. naturally. Like, I mean, and it's just something I pop on. And man, this movie is just such a cool, like, world to enter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, It's one of those movies. I wish I could just walk around the set Spend spend a few nights there. Take a ride on Mr. Bone Stripper. Just go to nothing but trouble land. Oh my God! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe the Mahoning would go all out and just have like broken down buses and toasters and shit for this movie. <laughs> just just strewn about. Oh my God! Yeah, I mean, who- Virgil, I'll help you clean it up, dude. If you yeah. wanna. Wow, that's a big. How many toasters were in that toaster pile, dude? So many. It was insane. I mean, the, the set decoration is truly impressive. I yeah. mean, they went all out in detail when they didn't have to. Mm. I mean, I, I heard that they bought like just tractor trailers full of old junk, hauled it in to dress up everything. Yeah. Very impressive on on that front alone. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible, man. I mean, like it's it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. I mean, obviously you have a lot of these familiar faces, you know, and, and you know, we'll get to the, the incredible cast, but I mean, like we're, we're like setting the world right now where it's like, this is such like an imaginative, dark, funny, ridiculous, creepy world. Like, it's just a fun place to be like, this is, I think it's why it's become such a nostalgic and movie because of all the rewatches. Cause I like to go to this place. You know yeah, what I mean? Does that it's make sense? definitely a unique, place to go to when you watch this absolutely yeah 
So, Josh, do you want to... Uh, you no. don't have a list today. No, you do your moments. I want you to do yours. Okay. You just want me to lead this? You, you want me to conduct this pickle train? Yes. Okay. Want, you got to get it on the tracks, get it rolling. Here we go. <laughs> so, as I was watching the movie, I just kind of took notes along the way of mm. my favorite parts. And uh, we'll just kind of go chronologically, you know? See, I'll be right here with you the whole time. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, it starts out with, uh, this was a little odd moment. Did you notice that Brian Doyle Murray is like one of the first names you see pop up on the credits in the beginning? But he's only in the movie at the very end for just a little bit. Bill Murray's brother? Yeah, I mean, I guess I have noticed that. I've noticed his name, but yeah, I guess he does. So, I know that um, there was a lot of stuff that was cut from this movie apparently the original cut was like more graphic and kind of horrific i want that i know but the studio this was supposed to come out in december 1990 but the studio wasn't happy with it so they cut a lot of the stuff that we want to see and changed the name of the movie from valkenvania to nothing but trouble man valkenvania was because that's what it was in the, the article I showed you in, in Cinemagic. Right? Yes. Or Starlog, rather. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that title, so much better. Um, the original poster art, I don't know if you've seen it. Um, just like a sick original design, but the studio went with this bland, you know, character head. Like People photos. want to see faces, man. You know? Yeah. But Valkenvania, um, way better title. Just as like a graphic design standpoint, oh, yeah, the, the, the yeah. V's, the A's, and N's with those mm-hmm. sharp lettering, I can see like there's a, a lot really... to play with there, you know. Yeah. So and and make it look like, but it felt more like a horror movie like that, right? And they were moving away from it. Is that yeah, what, but what I I think they should have leaned into that a little bit. Well, thankfully they leaned into it this much because yeah. there is uh, a lot of amazing things throughout this movie. Yeah. So they chose nothing but trouble, and then they got Demi Moore to ASMR in that little line, like, oh, you're nothing but trouble. Way to go, Did studios. Did you say ASMR? What's that? ASMR? Wait. What is that? <laughs> is that like, you mean ADR? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I, I just want to make sure that's what you meant. Yeah, no, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I think yeah. ASMR is that's like when the- when um, like make sounds into a mic. Yeah, th- that's when they're talking like Please don't this. don't do it. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she- I know you're illustrating She it. ADR'd uh, that line. Mm. But way to fuck it up, studios. We want to see the original cut. Yeah, I would love to see it. Dude, take I your mean, shot. Email Dan Aykroyd. I know you keep like, telling me to do this. Mr. Aykroyd, big fan. I would love to release the original cut of this movie on VHS. Signed, yours truly, Josh Schaefer. And then I'll write me back and like, actually, the uh, the lost footage is only on videotape. That's how I have it stored. And you say it perfect. Yeah. No, that would be a dream come true. But Well, let's get to some moments. Yeah, uh, let's continue. <laughs> good moment here. Uh... Chevy Chase on the elevator with Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. He's like, thanks for the espresso maker. And the bag of shit. And the bag of shit. <laughs> it's a good one from Chevy oh, Chase. It's a good one. He's, he's, I know he gets a lot of criticism on this movie. Yeah. Some of it rightfully so. He almost looks a little bored, like during the movie at times. Well, isn't his character supposed to be like, he's supposed to be cool, calm, unaffected. And then he has like all these, he's like real sharp witted and, yeah you know like that's that's his character 
you know, and then he starts to lose his mind a little bit. So, yeah. Um, another good moment when Fausta and Ronaldo, when they follow through with their plans to go on this trip with them, and they're like, Chris, Chris. I was like, I can't say no to him. Look at them. <laughs> like, here, put this tape on. Let's chunga. Let's chunga. He was like, oh, no, they're Brazilianers. They don't, ha- they don't have lunch or they don't have breakfast until noon. We won't see them again ever, you know. But, yeah, they do show up. They do. A welcome addition to that car, if you ask me. Yeah. They're great. Uh, Taylor Negron. Yeah, Taylor Negron. Has, yeah, he's amazing. I mean, Stone Age. Stone Age. He was in Biodome. Mm. Um, what else? It's put, a great... a little, put a little insanity on your potato. Work, shake it, man. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, he's yeah. such a good character actor. You know, yeah, he really, really is, and I mean, he's just a great actor in general. I, I think so. I mean, but totally um, welcome addition to the car. That was they have a lot of good moments inside the car. Yeah, um, good chase scene. You know, pretty good. You know, yeah. we we rewatching it. It's filmed very well. It's fun. You know, it's. A, pretty you know it's, it's directed very well mm-hmm. i mean props to dan Aykroyd. i don't see what the big deal is i don't see why people shit on this movie i think Do they're they shit wrong on the direction of the movie? i mean this movie kind of took all the steam out of dan Aykroyd's career it's amazing that he takes a chance like this and it's such a, like a, a a wonderfully odd fun movie and it just didn't get received and it's like it derails it like that because man this is some brilliant stuff going on here. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, they get brought into the judge's house and just these little, little lines from Fausto. He's like, there is a negativity about this place. Let's get a funky karma. <laughs> I, 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 I don't like it here at all. <laughs> yeah. The funky karma is something I pull out once in a while. Like the funky karma in here. <laughs> um, the judge's intro. Oh, with the, the, the music? The fucking music playing. The thing he sits at, like, moves forward on this yeah. little... There's his a lot bench. Of, yeah. yeah, his bench. That, that's the word. There's so many moving parts of the set in this movie. Like, there's always shit, like, just gears turning and things moving. Well, they, I mean, they allude to it in the beginning. It's like a fun house. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it really is. There's, like, all these, like, bizarre... Um, you know, contraptions within the house. And like, you know, a lot of them are like unnecessary. You know what I mean? They're, they're kind no, that's of that's like, what makes them great. That's what makes them great. It's like, yeah. wow, is this happening? And like, just how ancient this house feels and how, how much, like I said, layers are like throughout this entire set. You know, it's just, yeah. how do you even create something like that? Yeah. So those police badges that you see, mm. apparently from Dan Aykroyd's personal collection. Really? That, yeah. Hmm. Seems like the kind of guy that would collect wacky shit like that yeah absolutely vintage police badges okay um yeah the (laughs) (laughs) and you are fausto and ronaldo's query the way the way that he he stumbles on this is it's amazing that like it does reverberate in my head a lot, and we say it a lot. It's just like, how do you like friends of the bride can I ask you one thing sure. about his entrance? I don't actually, I don't think it's this entrance. It's a later entrance. So I'll say mm. that. Oh, for the. Yeah. There was, when the Reeve enters, you know, because it is ridiculous. He comes down from the ceiling for anyone that doesn't yeah. have seen this. Numerous okay. times in this movie, he descends <laughs> from the ceiling. <laughs> he descends from the ceiling on like a pulley system. <laughs> With music playing. He's like. <laughs> like it's 
it's absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah. And um but yeah, it's it's a question about a later entrance I wanted to ask you. But okay. You can go ahead with your moments, bud. Um one line that I always loved Chevy Chase lights the cigar. Put out that dog rocket. It's a classic. I mean, I think it's top three line for me in this movie. <laughs> dog rocket. Put out that dog rocket. <laughs> yeah. I, amazing. Um, when he's like, you know, you and I ought to spend a little more time together. Well, I'd like that. Would you? Would you? <laughs> Would you? <laughs> I mean, it's fucking side splitting dude I mean, and you have to like you talked about the the impressive you know talents behind this movie is this makeup is bizarre and original and and cool and yeah um you know i, I don't know really great makeup anyway just want to say like this character really comes to life through through the makeup you know his performance but like man you know of course there's one of my moments that i'll bring up later that has to do with makeup so all right yes Oh, I, th- I think I know where you're going with that. I um, sure do. Ah, oh, go suck a bug. <laughs> I go suck a bug. Yeah, uh, great one. I love the insults. Like his his vernacular for insults in this movie is just outstanding. Like the insults in this movie and like the way they like de- like uh, deride each other and disrespect each other in this movie is hilarious. Dude. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of insults, you're pulling on my coat, Nina, and I'll cool it. <laughs> I love how serious he is and concerned he is. And she's like, actually like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> how about that room they fall into? With all the, the squeaky toys? Yeah, all the squeaky toys and the plushes and stuff. Like, how many of those toys did they get to fill up this room? They're everywhere. Thousand. And like, just looking around the room when I was rewatching some of it today, I've watched it like two times in the last 24 hours, but like, you could just pause it and there was like, a fucking wooden parrot on the side. There's yeah. like some random thing in the background. I mean, like that's what's like you said, every time you watch it, you see something new and there really is just this real depth on all the sets that, you know, like yeah. the, the clock room or the clock hallway or whatever. Like, Holy crap. Dude. Yeah. Insane. And I noticed all of the outside shots, um, you know, like all the Bobo and little devil stuff, but like the house is always lit beautifully and like this bluish mm-hmm. light. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Dean Cundy. Like he can just light a set like nobody else. This is a song that I wish I could get a copy of. So, you know, they drop into the squeaky toy room and it cuts to Daniel Baldwin and the <laughs> his crew. <laughs> all the criminals. <laughs> all the criminals. But that song, Funky and Mysterious. Oh, you can find that, right? I don't know, man. It didn't, it didn't show up on the Nothing But Trouble like soundtrack list? I don't think so. And apparently, Peter Aykroyd, who played the doorman at the beginning, wrote this song. Really? Yeah, so... Okay, well, I'm I'm definitely interested in that track, too. It's a cool track. Yeah. Yeah. Very early 90s. I love it, though. It hits hard. When I was a kid, this part always, like... He's like, Arthur... I'm afraid you're going to have to blow. He's like, blow you to get out of the ticket. Forget about it. And then that girl's like, I'll blow. But I was a kid. I was like, what do they mean? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Blow like blow on them. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) that was a little over my head. No pun intended when that happened when I was younger too, but it's, it's, it's a funny. And I love John Candy's comeback, by the way. He's like, maybe later next century. So it's like, 
does that mean blow him when he's like a corpse? Like that's a, <laughs> you know, like a real big insult. I, I don't know. John Candy. Don't get me started. I, I can't wait to talk about him later. He's so good in this. Yeah. Fantastic. But, but yeah, like when, uh, Daniel Baldwin pulls the gun on him and suddenly turns into like a 1950s gangster. Yeah. He's like, now say goodnight, coppa. Yeah. He calls him a coppa. <laughs> yeah. Please don't kill me. No. Hey, Chiefy, pal, I was only kidding. Yeah, but also like John Candy's character also has like a, a an automatic like, like an rifle. Uzi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not an automatic like handgun or whatever. So like, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And, uh, are you talking about this judge intro when, when the, this crew of I'm talking about supper. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, we're yeah, gonna yeah. talk about that. Oh, we're gonna, to supper. Yeah, we're gonna talk about supper. <laughs> but yeah, when the judge comes down and they just all start laughing at him, he's yeah. like, "Is that nose rubber? Is that nose rubber? <laughs> hey, I won't judge Wapna. <laughs> yeah, these are a bunch of goons. <laughs> Okay, we got your guns and knives and crack cocaine and vials of pills and and snorters and grinders and well, since you're all having a merry old time, I'll just send you on your way. Hey, thanks for understanding, Judge. <laughs> Man, you just nailed that. That was crazy. Uh, I mean, when you watch you it five hundred yeah, times, yeah, but I mean, for people that haven't seen this movie, it, I, it, that's nailed it. So it's puts me right there so yeah but that's uh i'm ready for mr bone stripper to start up is where i'm at right now well that's this is where he starts it up oh my god mr bone stripper probably one of my favorite things in a 90s movie ever dude like this is yeah the whole concept right the song i just walk around my house singing mr bone stripper sometimes by uh damn yankees damn yankees yep they do it the song does rip it's a fun song and like now that it's attached to like this like kooky like murderous like family you know like it's just everything dude like oh, i love mr bone stripper all right go ahead yeah virgil if you're listening uh you gotta throw this one on the 90s playlist i think the flyer said something like you know 90s music all night mm. so mr bone stripper gets played every hour on the hour hopefully so on Friday. i'd be down with that yeah dude i want a mr bone stripper back piece tattoo you've said this before <laughs> i think and this is if you, you keep i don't saying, know man, Mr. Bone Stripper, that's insane. It would be insane. Well, we've both talked about getting tattoos related to this movie. I'd get a Mr. Bone Stripper tattoo for sure. Like maybe just like a roller coaster or something. I just want the face of Mr. Bone Stripper, like, you know, kind of style. That would look cool. I wonder yeah. who painted that. I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. There's some good trivia. But apparently Dan Aykroyd just thought of this roller coaster idea, like on the set of this movie, I think. So really? they... They bought that. They bought this old roller coaster for like twelve grand, repurposed it to just be a part of the set. Yeah, because they just put they just even on the entrance of Mister Bone Stripper, it's just an old like cir- like circus entrance for a ride, and they yeah. just write Mister Bone Stripper over top of it. Yeah. So like it looks like you know altered anyway. But even the like the mechanical teeth inside the mouth of it, like very impressive. Oh There's yeah. A- oh yeah. The pounders or whatever yeah like yeah and then like deep into it it's like it's not just those there's like these spinning parts and it's the, like razor wire spinning yeah, yeah. It like chops up oh yeah the, the construction of that thing is just very impressive yeah mr bone stripper rips dude love this part um when the bones shoot out and there's like the target and it's like bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> like it is perfect yeah. perfect yeah 
Well, uh, on to one of our favorite parts. Uh huh. The uh, the guest, you know, it's time for supper. Welcome <laughs> to supper. <laughs> so yeah, it's time for the the dinner scene. Yeah, this movie kicks into higher gear at this point. I mean, me. the way he just descends from the ceiling here we are this question i was talking about earlier okay let's hear it when they play the music and again he descends like creakily from with his legs stuck straight why does he do that that's the question is why does he like why does he stick his legs straight out like that is it because it's fake yeah it's a fake leg but why does he have to do that I don't know. Maybe he waits until he's um, scooted up to the table to adjust it. I have no idea. Man, that's a really good answer, though, because I would have never thought about that. Yeah, but the way he like, he just kind of looks around all proud at all the guests. And he's like, welcome to supper. It is really a wonderful moment. And then you just it's just a string of quotables from, from here on out in this movie. So I'm very excited to see what you actually pull. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all of it's great, but yeah, yeah. yeah. The train itself, I heard that this was another thing that got added into the movie kind of last minute. Apparently, one of the guys working on the production told Dan Aykroyd about there was this restaurant when he was a kid that had all the condiments on a train. Really? Dan Aykroyd thought, hey, that's a great idea. Let's find one of those. And from what I read, they paid twenty five grand to find this old train and, you know, repurpose it into the table. But twenty five grand sounds like a lot of money, but not really in the grand scheme of things, right? I guess for the budget of the film, and it's such an important part of this scene. Like, I think it's money well spent, and I love oh, for that. Sure. I love the I, the invention there, of, and the pickle shooting train is one of the best things in this movie. Yeah, and um, God, <laughs> you're just, gonna lose it's it, just dude. so much, dude. I know. <laughs> Bring yourself up a couple dogs. Oh. Serving dog, oh hot dogs! <laughs> Before night games, here's how I like them, and I suggest you have them the same way. Yeah, and I mean, he, it's he's just so on point in this this performance for me. It is so perfect, and the way he shoves that hot dog into his oh, where he's like sh- he's like shaking violently, yeah. and it's like it's like dripping, and it's just disgusting. It is gross, and it's like. It's almost like a form of body horror. Like, yeah, you know it mean? totally is. Because <laughs> he's so decrepit and like saggy and <laughs> just so gross. The way he looks over at Chevy Chase, like what he's chewing approvingly. Oh my God. But we can't, we got to talk about the dick nose right now because this is the makeup. Like when he looks over, can you imagine like when, <laughs> talk about since we're watching it, since we're younger, like that, I don't know. Like, I don't even know if I recognize that part or not, but when his nose turns into a dick, it is like the funniest fucking thing. Yeah, it's amazing. It is incredible. And Chevy Chase's face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm losing it, dude. When you were a kid, did you recognize, that's such a weird sentence, did you recognize the dick? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I I, always did. Yeah. I mean, I guess I did. I don't know. I never really thought about it until just now. But I mean, that movie just, was beyond, it's beyond bizarre in every aspect. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. What a just last minute. And they might've like, cut it out of like TV versions and stuff. You know what I mean? Possibly. Yeah. So, and, like uh, versions and stuff like that. Got to talk about the pickle shooting train. The now, pickle shooting train. <laughs> I won't have my sister. 
who was with Squeed on a Mardi Gras, sitting at a table with a pickle chewing train. <laughs> he is right. We gotta go. <laughs> One moment I do like at dinner that I don't think anybody might is, is when the the sister, like you know, the other cop, and she like oh. reach, she reaches over and grabs something off the train as it's moving. Like, oh I was yeah, just like, yeah. Like this is just right. It, it puts you into a place where you're like, this is normal. Like this happens yeah. all the time. Young you know man. what I mean? When you're at a dinner table, it's polite to share your thoughts with the entire table. So what's, what's on your brain? <laughs> yeah. Dude, she really goes for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, what, she only has like, what, like five, six, seven lines in the movie, right? Unless I'm missing. Yeah. Like, yeah. About that. Under yeah. 10, we'll say. Sure. And I mean, she goes for it every single time. And she, you know, she's cool. They got guns, knives. One of them tried to kill you. I'm staying to watch. <laughs> um, so then... Fausto and Ronaldo escape, and you know it smells like Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo, we gotta yeah. swim through this. No, no. Would you swim through it, dude? Uh, to escape, sure. Do you think you would have like got back like thirty yards and just ran full speed and jumped and see how far you could have got? Oh, I think I could clear this ditch. I don't know, man. That's a that's like a twelve foot jump well i mean i would at least try because i mean you're gonna swim in shit either way might as well give it a but shot then you're gonna you know? swim in shit after you eat shit down into it because i mean mm. there's no way like you can't get a grip if you hit the other side i you mean have to like clear it clear it yeah they could have just like eased into it and like kept their head above water a little bit so I think you... they tried to and then they they fell down you know that's and true and then it's like oh and it's in their mouth and it's so gross it's uh <laughs> yeah Congratulations. You made it across our goalie. Let us go. Let our friends go. We're rich. <laughs> uh, yeah, John Candy, again, just killing it. Oh, it's got one of your favorite lines here. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. You say it. You say it. It's your line. What are you talking about? Peeled the, peeled the correct banana there? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Peeled the correct banana there. Who says that? Do you say that? You do sometimes. I do say that, but yeah. I'm saying that's where I got this from. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I suggested that should be your tattoos. Have a bundle of bananas, and all of them have excess on them, but one is pilled, and there's a check, implying that you pilled the correct banana. That's really complex for, yeah. for a tattoo. <laughs> that's what and, makes it better. But I just want, at this point, I just want a Mr. Bone Stripper tattoo. I want the Hawaiian punch can with the gas sta- the fucking gas nozzle punched into it. After a long day on the oh. road, nothing better than a nice warm glass of Hawaiian punch. <laughs> How about a nice Hawaiian punch? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that part. Dude, that part's the best. Do you think Hawaiian punch um, was aware of this movie when they were making it? Of course. I mean, they have to tell Hawaiian punch, I think, that they're going to use it. I think so. I'm I mean, sure. it's not exactly like a glowing recommendation of like, hey, this is a tasty beverage. I think t- I think at that point, Hawaiian Punch was was doing okay. And, you know, I think people knew the brand and stuff. So, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Who knows, uh, though? Yeah. Um, the Hallway of Weird Rooms. Oh, man. Yeah. Great little touch. Insane set detail. I mean, you got like the room that's just full of bat shit. Yeah, guano. Um, have one room that's just like a tombstone. I love that room, by the way. That's such a cool idea for a room. Yeah, it is. 
Somebody should recreate that. Yeah. Well, that is cool. One thousand percent. I'm sure somebody has, but man, super cool room. But I love this idea of showing off the rooms and showing off like because it, it it deepens the house, right? You're like, wow, there's like so much weird stuff going on in here. Yeah. And I think like the what's the one where he opens it up? It's all like baby dolls, like nursery or something like that. Yeah. Super creepy. Weird. So weird when they go into the room with all the IDs and stuff. Yeah. Just. So much detail in this. I mean, all the IDs are unique and just impressive to look at. I mean, for the budget of the film, you know what I mean? You got to look at it relatively, right? I mean, like, this is a highly detailed set and it's aesthetically, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like a cool world, like I said before. But yeah, I mean, it, this is where like the movie slows down maybe a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, it, it's. But there's still a lot of like cool stuff happening. But it speeds back up soon. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, they find all the skeletons and shit up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, just speaking of, like, wanting to hang out on the set, like the slide, you know? Yeah. So cool. This ain't no playground. Could be a bit of spikes down there. (laughs) Slides into just a, a pit of bones. Yeah. Yeah. And one of my, well, yeah, this is top three true favorite moment here i mean just him looking through the wall at the judge <laughs> and the fucking noise that he makes as he's walking to the mirror he's like arr, arr. <laughs> 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 oh he was a good looking fella Dude, when he when he when he takes off his nose and Chevy Chase's face is like a nonverbal, but he's like, <sighs> yeah. Oh, fuck, and the little sound effect they put in there when he peels off the nose is disturbing, man. That is one an amazing scene, and I do have a moment here that I would like to share with you. You talk about like the sound in this this yeah. scene, particularly when he's like getting ready for bed and he's like, and he just farts, dude. <laughs> I lose Bro. it every time. Let me that tell you something. Is- I used to rewind that one part <laughs> over and over. I mean, you can't beat a good, well placed fart. And this one is extremely well placed. It is disgusting and hilarious and makes perfect sense you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and yeah it's it's amazing was... in the shape of his fucking head when he takes <laughs> off his little wig it looks like i mean he looks oh. like a corpse dude i mean like let's be honest here you know i mean well he said, looks corpse ish they anyway. said that they wanted to make him look like a hundred year old turtle yeah and i turtle. mean i think oh. they succeed he kind of looks like um bebop or rocksteady like the fucking you talk about bebop yeah from the, the Ninja big, turtles yeah kind of looks like that what i don't know <laughs> he almost, I, I think he almost looks reptilian or something i think he's a great character design and creation and that's why i wanted to you know applaud the the makeup earlier in the episode is it's just really good and we're gonna get to uh bobo and little devil who are some seriously grotesque uh, things yeah so. i mean well they are up next bobo little devil this is where we meet him i mean wow just which one is dan Aykroyd? have we figured this out yet i always have trouble and i'm still not sure if i've found which one is dan Aykroyd. 
because there's just so much makeup and they both kind of sound the same. I think he's Boba. Um, but just an incredible like transformation here and, and these characters and <laughs> it makes me want to have a bowl of cereal every time these guys come on, <laughs> on the screen. Okay. Like I love these dudes. The line where they're like, he's mad because we got too fat to finish high school. <laughs> <laughs> We're not allowed in the house. <laughs> Imagine getting being so fat that high school won't let you in. They're like, but guys, you can't come in. Have Sorry. you ever like thought about like how they are just literal like giant man babies? That oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's, but they are like like they're like steel workers, dude. They're like working in the in in this in the junkyard, like melt like melting steel. Like, yeah, it's like crazy i mean how they're super dirty and sweaty and they're just wearing like a probably soiled diaper like these characters oh definitely that diaper it looks like there's there's like something in it yeah (laughs) it's like i don't even want to know and yeah but very impressive makeup i mean imagining dan Aykroyd trapped in this makeup and there's like behind the scene photos of him wearing this makeup looking into the camera which is kind of a trip to see it's being able to act in that makeup too is a feat. And I think that's what you're really driving at is like, yeah, it's incredible that like, I mean, how long you have to, how long you have to sit in that stuff? I don't know. I know for the, you know, greasy and dirty. And so I know for the judges makeup, um, the guy took a lot of the same concepts that he learned doing the Freddie makeup, kind of applied it mm-hmm. to this. And mm-hmm. the judge makeup only took about an hour to get into. Okay. But with this, maybe it's like... Which is really impressive. Yeah, it is. Maybe with this, it's more like stepping into a bodysuit. It's definitely a bodysuit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't know, man. Just crazy. That Boba fucking Little belly Devil. that bounces. And it's oh, got when the, they bounce, when they like stamp, stamp their legs yeah. and feet, dude. Oh, God. Never. Never. <laughs> it's just, you're like, oh. I think there's even a shot of Demi Moore going like, <laughs> like what happens or something. Uh, Digital Underground. Fantastic. Great scene. Tupac. He got sh- Shock G. Shock G, man. Yo, that is one ugly cross-burner redneck Peckerwood police bitch, man. Fuck. See, the insults <laughs> in this movie are so good. Peckerwood police bitch. Oh. Man, th- that, that scene is so fun. And just, you get a really, like, they, they kind of put in a musical performance and I thought that like it feels really seamless to me. You know what I mean? And like, even though it is like a musical performance inside of this movie out of nowhere. Yeah. So it, it flows really well and that's not always so easy to do. So I appreciate that about this movie. Um, yeah. And shock G said that they met Dan Aykroyd because this was like the early nineties digital yeah, underground's yeah. like the shit. Yep. And he was backstage and somebody's like, Hey, uh, want to hit this joint or something shock g looks over it's dan Aykroyd. he was like so i got this little movie thing going on you know you guys want to be in it and he's like are you serious of course like i'm a huge <laughs> you giving fan. me weed and tell me ask me to be in a movie like thank you dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah yeah that rocks but that feels like such a great moment like you know what i'm talking about just like dan Aykroyd and shock g just like smoking a joint talking about making nothing but trouble <sighs> man rad yeah love that um yeah, just great performance here. Um, I can't wait to hear this on the big screen, just reverberating across the land. Oh, my I God, mean, yeah. it's going to be awesome. Also, the little extra stuff where like, tie the knot, 
ta ta da na like is that a song for them I, I don't know maybe they just like made that up on the spot i don't know it's pretty cool yeah. it gets stuck in my head yo kick the beat <laughs> yeah that's when uh chevy chase and el dona get married wait a minute was that the first time tupac was on screen yeah apparently so i think it was yeah just want to throw that out there it's pretty cool yeah and uh funny moment here when he's like now do you christopher Thorne, take my granddaughter eldona he's like hi what speak up speak up <laughs> he's like yes i do i do yes i do oh my goodness man we haven't even really delved into the performances yet this, this is insane so I, you know, we have, we have, but like, I'm just oh, yeah. Chevy Chase and shit. Yeah. Oh, dude, this is a line that I just picked up on today. What's that? When he's talking to Chevy Chase about possibly marrying Eldona, mm-hmm. and Chevy Chase is like, "Well, you know, Judge, I don't know if I can, you know, give her what she needs or this and that." And he says, "Oh, just slip on a pud collar." Yeah, he's talking about. He's talking about. A pud collar. Yeah. Talk about a cock ring. I thought it was a condom. Oh, really? Yeah, that's I what think I... It's a, I think it's a dick ring, man. A pud collar? I mean, I guess you're right. Because <laughs> he says, I don't know if I can fulfill her needs. He's like, I'll just put on a pud collar. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think that's what he's talking about, man. So you think it's a condom, though? Well, now that you, uh, you mention it, I think you're right. Yeah, which makes it like almost... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I never picked up on that until today. Yeah, I, I I realized that honestly, like the last time I watched it too, a few days ago, like that 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 line was there. Really, really gross. Way to go, Dan Aykroyd. Way to push. Yeah. That. You know what I mean? I guess that's what it means. That's what I'm guessing. That's from context, you know. But definitely a a very subtle joke. So after they have the little wedding, this is pretty much where Diane is like tied up and. They're gonna drop the blades on her. By the way, or, have, or they're about yeah, to. Yeah. By the way, I mean, John Candy's pulling double duty, and he's doing great as Aldona right now. So I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, he is, and uh, we still gotta start our band called Death or Aldona. Sounds like a perfect, like you know, perfect name for the band. Just do all VH snacking songs. Oh hell yeah! Next song's called Laces Out. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about that Laces Out? Yeah, it's for a band name. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the one dollar bobs. One dollar bobs is definitely a good name. That's yeah. a great name. Somebody yeah. should steal that for sure. Um, yeah. So before he ties up Diane to get the blades dropped, I love the line. You want a mint candy? <laughs> want a mint candy? <laughs> <laughs> typical old person stuff. Always <laughs> sucking on some candy. <laughs> I mean, you got to think. I mean, a mint candy might be nice. You know? Hey, everybody likes some mint candy. Yeah, they're refreshing. Yeah. Um, speaking of set design, I was just I paused it just to scope out all this stuff, but like the stone hinge of broken down buses that they've constructed. Super, super awesome. Yeah. I mean, the set design is nuts on this movie. I love the giant maze of uh like men's heads. Yeah. Where the it, fuck do you even I mean, find they're like mass like like steel mascots or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like these old like characters that would stand in front of 
gas stations or, or theme parks or whatever like you know just crazy stuff so you know you have like the big showdown at the end chevy chase explodes the barrels and yeah good explosion good pyro here it is a great explosion and quality explosion for sure there's a couple of explosions there's the initial blast and then as they're driving away you see even more detonate in the true. background true true um and hey, that explosion didn't they have to do it twice they had to rebuild it Did i you think i that? read that yeah. yeah that they had to like do it all i think it was in that article where like they had to do it again wow like they i'm pretty sure they blew it up and it, it didn't film right or they lost it and they had to do it all again Ooh, that's probably like an extra 20 grand right there probably it's, it's, more it's a huge headache first of all and you know it's just like but i mean that's the shot that we see is the second take because they lost the first one hmm and that's that's why i remember it you remember that right reading that i do yeah 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 so yeah they hop the train bye diane bye and uh, I've told you this before, but fun fact about this train, this is the same train tracks that the Lost Boys hang from. Really? In the movie, yeah. This wow, exact that's spot. Cool. That's a cool fact. And from the, if you stand on these train tracks, you can see the same Six Flags that Chevy Chase was at in Vacation. Now that is a heck of a connection there. Heck of a connection. Heck of a connection. That connection's making me hungry, man. Oh, you uh, got you got some more. Um, let's see. Yeah, you what, look one more. Your face as, one, one more. One more. Okay. I have a question for you. When uh, all the cops and SWAT team show up, yeah. and they pull the trick on, yeah, yeah, Demi Moore and Chevy Chase. Why wouldn't they just say that during their initial meeting at the police station? Like, why are you going to drive all this SWAT team out here? waste resources just to pull one over on them because they're probably going to kill them. Ah, that's true. Right. Because they're probably going to get rid of them. Okay. And they need a place to dispose the bodies. Well, the, you know, I don't know. That's what I always thought is that they're there to like, you know, there's a beast. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you bothering an old man? <laughs> man. And yeah, but then pandemonium, dude. Pandemonium. Hell breaks loose. Somebody's got to pay for the way they sap this ground. <laughs> so strong. Uh, so yeah, big earthquake. Police lady drops into the earth as she's taking a shit. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice little moment. <laughs> dude. And what a way for her to go. When you gotta like, go, you gotta go, you know? When it drops in, like, old newspapers shoot up. Well, I think that's the newspaper she was reading, right? I don't know. I think it is. But I'm like, wow. What a just might not insane be. detail here. Yeah. It, and, uh, yeah. yeah, so they get away. And I do like the last shot we see of Fausto and Ronaldo with John Candy in oh, Brazil. Yeah. I love that, that ending on that story, like John Candy's story. Yeah. Am I lover? Did you notice that she grabs his ass? Absolutely. I mean, I, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's great. And John Candy even goes, ooh. Mm-hmm. Last time John Candy and Dan Aykroyd appear in a film together, this one. Man. Dude, I just watched The Great Outdoors a few yeah. nights ago. Yeah, yeah. Again. Holy shit, what a good movie. Yeah, I hear. You know, Great Outdoors is one that I didn't really attach to through my youth, but it's still a great movie. Like, it's definitely yeah. one that I'll throw on once in a while and, you know, 
So yeah, those are pretty much all my moments. Really? You know, I mean, I have an endless amount of I small ones, but do, do you want to, uh, Hey, you know what? Hmm. You want to eat first? Yeah. And then we talk a little bit more. Yeah. Cause I'm hungry, dude. Okay. I'll just tell you what the snack is. Oh man. I mean, there's no, there's no real surprises here. Gotta fix you up a couple dogs. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Go ahead, get get some of them condiments the way yeah. I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I am going to boil the hot dogs in Hawaiian punch. <laughs> <laughs> man, you really threw a curveball, but you totally oh. threw a strike on this one, man. This is awesome. I've never had a hot dog, and these are not dogs, by the way, everybody. Yeah, that's true. These are vegan, vegetarian. Hot dogs. Yeah. Can you boil vegetarian hot dogs? Sure. Okay. I don't really know. I, sorry if that sounds stupid. I mean, but. I haven't boiled hot dogs <clears throat> in a very long time. It's not my preferred method of eating hot dogs whenever I do. I don't really eat a lot of hot dogs, but we are going to boil them in uh, some Hawaiian punch. So it'll be Hawaiian punch flavored hot dogs. And you know, I had to bring a pickle or two. Oh, I got to put the pickle on there. Got to. <laughs> So, right. um, what clip should I link up for the good people while we suck on these Hawaiian chili dogs? You're worse than a week of yellow shit storms. I, I don't, I <laughs> another don't, good line. Another good line. I, I don't know, man. I almost said Mr. Bone Stripper. We could put that at the end. Let me see. Um, I was debating this. Do I put Mr. Bone Stripper or Digital Underground? At the end. I mean, you know what my answer is, but maybe Bone Stripper. Uh, but maybe we should do We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. We sell v- we shall VHC. Um, but as far as the clip goes, we'll see. We'll, yeah. We'll, I'll, we I'll we find always say something, something and, and you know, there's always we find the answer. That's true. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go uh boil some hot dogs. Up a couple dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Banker? No, no. No banker, no. Financial publishing. Thorns Weekly. Okay, banker. Oh, here. Well, look at this. Passports. I will have you know that my brother, Fausto, and I enjoy diplomatic immunity in this country. Okay, well, uh, and you are the Fausto and Rinalda Squeery Squeery She's, 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 she's we, she's we, friends of the bride. Yeah, that's right. We all want to get married. No, sir. No wedding. Moving violation. Failure to stop. Let's just be quiet and let him do his little thing and we'll be on our way. Oh, I will let you be on your way. And oh, when you go, the cat's eyes will spin. Now listen. Okay, we'll listen. Hey, hey, ho, ha, ho! <laughs> hula, hula, hula! The bula, bula, bula! Look who's got the front seats of the Mexican hat dance now! Just like a bunch of spiders in a birthday cake! You might be interested to know that you are not under the jurisdiction of just any old fishing license dispenser and stamp pad jockey. We've always been set to deal with the offenders once and for all at their first appearance. Quick as something to a ten-year-old goose. Congratulations. I'm glad to know things are running smoothly for you. Put out that dog rocket! Oh, sir, sorry. In 1796, my forefathers established this seat after the tenants of the old Shire Charter. 
Shire Charter? Excuse me, sir, that's pre-magna carta. I mean, serfdom and fiefdom stuff. Very good, young lady. Hey, you know, you and I ought to spend a little more time together. Well, I'd, I'd like that. Would you? Well, and more on how they packed me off to Farmers Mechanics University in Gracefield, Ohio for my engineering degree. <laughs> and how I fought the Germans in World War I later. But for now... Later? Wait, ho, 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 no later. Wait a minute, what is this shit? Sir, no cussing in court. We don't want to hear the story of your life. We just want to pay the ticket and get the hell out of here. I'm sorry, Judge. Well, look at him. He's going on and on. This court here with binds you over for a further appearance to be held at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. We shall deem for the public and common good that you be confined herein. So for now... Good night, Harry! And we are back. Oh, yes. Josh, how were those Hawaiian punch soaked hot dogs or veggie dogs now i'll admit i'm not the biggest fan of veggie dogs not something i eat often and these weren't very not the best veggie dogs but boy that color really absorbed oh man that was cool i loved how they turn red they're really fun bright Um, red bright red okay and they kind of tasted like corn dogs to me I don't know. Did you get that? The corn flavor? Sure. A little bit. Yeah. And, but you know, it's, it was a hot dog. It was fun to eat. You saw me, I picked it up. I ate it just like him shaking and everything. Had to, (laughs) had to get into the moment. I thought they were good. Um, and the, the gherkin finish, the little pickle finish. Of course you gotta have that pickle. And of course, let's not forget the ultimate finish. Now we are drinking some nice, warm Hawaiian punch. That's right. We took the hot dog water that it was boiled in and uh let it cool off a bit and uh you know what i I think that's like the best part of the snack wow because it's like kind of like a gloomy cold Mm -hmm. day and this surprisingly warm hawaiian punch that we cooked hot dogs in (laughs) it's really good is, is good so uh excellent uh you know it was perfect it was totally on theme and really fun and i loved it dude i really could see job. like this being a nice mixed drink like Ooh. you boil hawaiian punch add a little bit of i don't know vodka or something tequila whatever you whatever want whatever you want um call it a valcabania you can put some dan Aykroyd's. oh yeah yeah boil it i mean, boil the hot dogs then add dan Aykroyd's crystal skull vodka which is really good vodka it is very cool bottle mm-hmm and yeah, that's how you make a Valkenvania. <laughs> it is called a Valkenvania. Put a little bit of mustard around the rim of the glass. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> Put on them condiments like I do. <laughs> uh, you know, I really let you roll with your moments today, and you, you, you nailed so many, man. And there's just, the thing is, this movie for me is just one big moment. You know, it, like this is a movie that has really stuck with me, and we've bonded over it, not just because, you know, we're buddies, but because this movie is really, like, remarkable to me. And, I loved seeing when we announced the show and at Mahoning uh-huh. that's happening on October 14th and 15th. That's right. Get those tickets at Mahoning drive-in theater. You can come see nothing but trouble on the big screen Dude, along with tons of other 90s wait. cult classics. But seeing the reaction that people had were like, Oh man, this movie like totally weirded me out when I was a kid and stuck with me and all this stuff. And that's, that's the feeling, you know, and it's so quotable. We quote all, all the time. You all put, the time. I think you put a nothing but trouble quote in every episode that we've had. You might <laughs> Maybe, be right. Or yeah. at least one name drop or something. If I see the opportunity, I'm going to take it. It's just a, a movie that like, you know, just VH sticks with you. It's just always <laughs> there, you know, and I just want to praise the performances 
like John Candy in this is awesome. I mean, yeah, he is. He plays a yeah. good cop. Yeah, and stern but fair. Stern but fair. Mm-hmm. You know, he's 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 one of the good guys. Yeah, and he's tired of working for the Reeves. Yeah, he's been doing it since he was a kid. So That's all he's ever done is since he was a kid, since he was nine. And what is he gonna do? Hey, you said that you like the song that he was listening to. Oh when yeah, he's like packing his things. When he's packing his stuff. I love that song. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, mean, I love you. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's a great little country little little country ditty, and um, it gets stuck in my head sometimes. You know, just thinking about stuff during the day, and like that song sure. pops in your head. I don't know, but that's how ingrained it is in me too. It's just part of my childhood, and it's still a comfort movie, and um, changed hot dogs for me forever. So, forever. Yeah. Um. I kind of wanted to see a little bit more of John Candy in that role. Right. Well, you get to see him in both roles, right? Because he's Aldona as well. Right. And she doesn't speak because she was born and she was struck mute. Who knows? By a thunderclap. They don't. Is that true? He's, that's what he says. No. Wait, did I miss this? Struck dumb at birth by a thunderclap. Oh, my God. There's so many. I need to, like, read the script of this movie. So I yeah. Can... Yeah, Damn. she was struck dumb at birth. By Holy shit! How did I miss that? <laughs> He's like, she's quiet, but just shy, just shy. He's like, mute. Oh. Like she doesn't talk. Like she can't talk. Well, you know the rules. Whichever man she wants, she keeps. <laughs> He's got your taint on her now. Oh yeah, her taint on her. Taint. What? 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 what, what, what? <laughs> Chevy Chase. I mean, you know, th- there's a lot of opinions out about him, and I think that he. He does is, a passable job. I think he's great in this movie, personally. Like, I really yeah. like his performance. Demi Moore is just stunning in this movie. She is absolutely gorgeous in this movie. And give me she's the keys, e- Mike. <laughs> <laughs> give me the keys, Mike. <laughs> Feel better, sir. Feel any better, <laughs> sir. I mean, and who wouldn't? And I mean, she's very charming, and she does a great job with her performance. You know, I think that she's she's clever and a strong, you know, strong lady i think she does a great job and like the one thing that to me is that she does stay like even though she's going through all this like horrible stuff and she's like even when she's super dirty in this like you know very shockingly white kind of outfit she still stays soft and pretty you know what i mean and it's it's really remarkable like just how her presence on the screen is just felt she's just really really good yeah and um i was telling you this earlier like i want to see a cosplay of Demi Moore in this movie. There has to be one out there. Somebody wants to roll up to the event, rocking this look, rolling up in a Beamer. <laughs> <laughs> totally chopped Beamer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That'd be super awesome. Um, And this, the entirety of this movie just being so weird. And, you know, I was obviously like a weird kid. You know, I was into weird stuff. And this movie like was just right up my alley. And it's always stuck with me. And, I think it, it does that for a lot of other people too. And if you haven't seen this movie, it might not have the same effect on you, but I think you'll still be able to see, even if you're watching it for the first time, how different this movie is, you know, then especially in context of 1991 shot in what, like 89, 90. So yeah, just a different kind of movie <clears throat> and really, really just, you know, it, I, yeah. I think it would still hold up though. Like just somebody that's never seen it. Mm-hmm. Like, on first viewing it's not just nostalgia talking for us right i think it's a solid movie bizarre as shit yes but it's a fun ride 
Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's really competent. If that's what you, like, if, if you're looking for that, it, like the writing is good. The comedy is on point. The direction is great. Like we said, the set design is probably some of the best set design from that era that I've seen. And, um, yeah. you know, can't say enough about that. So, I mean, it's, it's really just an incredible world that Dan Aykroyd built with that. So who is your MVP? My MVP. Dan Aykroyd. It has to be. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he's, he's incredible in this movie and it's his vision and you, and he really brings it to life in his own way. And it's like, it, what really like, he's the MVP to me because he had so much success, right? He had success and he was able to do something, his vision, the mm-hmm. way he wanted to do it. And of course there were problems and stuff like that. And it, you know, outwardly did not do well. Yeah. It's like a quote unquote flop or whatever. Yeah. But it's gained this cult status. You know, and I think that's really awesome. And I think the fact that he had the chance and took the chance to do a movie like this at that time says a lot. And executed it very well. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, such a shame that, I don't know. I, I heard that he wrote handwritten letters to everyone in the cast apologizing for the poor performance. I mean, really? that just shows you what a great guy he is, you know. And the dedication he has to this movie to to that you know what i mean and that's incredible i'd love to see one of those handwritten letters i'll tell you what i would love to see the original version of this movie before the studios chopped it up and renamed it so so this original version <clears throat> it exists because didn't the blu-ray I mean, come out what's that didn't the blu-ray come out it did and there is god i still haven't watched this but i know dan Aykroyd does a commentary for it um, yeah i'm sure there's a lot of lot of information there yeah um but yeah the the original footage still hasn't been seen i'm guessing Amazing. dan Aykroyd has it or somebody well we want to see it <laughs> well if anybody out there is listening <laughs> that has access to this or man it's because it probably would be like you said it's more horrific and stuff like that it's from what i read um yeah there's more horror elements to it and there are horror mele- horror elements in this uh-huh so i mean and it is gross like this movie is like pretty disgusting most of the way through it's like gross out stuff yeah you know everything from the jokes to to the people in it to like the house the peeling of the nose oh god oh when he's um when they're having uh the fight in his room when chevy chase comes in and he's like First of all, he steps in the bedpan, which obviously has urine in it, which is disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, he's like, suck on this, you stinking rat or something like uh, that. And like throws uh, a taxidermy at him. He's like, Mithkarth! and he- Yeah. <laughs> There's a taxidermy skunk at him. Yeah. Yeah. And you were asking me one day, what does he say right there? Does he say my skunk? I have no idea. What he's, like, my he's like, He's like, Mithkarth! You can't, it's like indiscernible. I can't really like understand what he's saying i would bet that it's my skunk but okay i don't know another question i left that leg back in france <laughs> cornflake cornflake just like a bunch of spiders in a birthday cake <laughs> yeah. you know i have my friend my a friend of mine um uh, anthony Ooh, that's another good tattoo idea a uh, birthday cake with spiders that's on another it. one that we did talk about mm-hmm. but my buddy anthony uh <laughs> we also quote this movie all the time i feel like it's just if you get it, you get it kind of movie. You yeah. know what I mean? And if you don't, 
Like, I, I truly don't get the people that just shit on this movie, say it's the worst movie of all time. Like, I'm really baffled at it. I, mean, I can understand not liking it or it not being your thing, but saying it's like the worst movie of all time is probably a little extreme. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know. I don't get that either. But I mean, we're huge champions of this movie, obviously, and we want people to watch it and enjoy it and have fun with it. So, you know, it's a weird one. It's one of my favorite weird movies of all time. Can't wait to see it at the drive-in. Oh, man. It's going to be, be so fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, my MVP. Yeah, your MVP. I will go with, I'll say John Candy. Yes. I mean, love this choice. Dan Aykroyd is great, of course, and probably would have been my number one. But upon rewatching this movie several times, I mean, John Candy nails the performance of Eldona so well because Mm -hmm. he can't speak. He has to do everything through facial expressions and, and, uh, well, he does say like physical comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, lots of that. Absolutely. All the gestures and uh, his his body language, all that stuff. Yeah. And would have loved to see him a little bit more in this, but what we do get is great. Super sweet. Perfect. And also right. wanted to see more of Fausto and Renata. I wanted them to stick around more too. Can we just talk about how they just jump through the window, by the way? Pretty ballsy. Pretty ballsy. I mean, they wanted to get out of there badly. Did you catch Fausto at the end? He's like, yeah, you know, when we escaped, I was like James Bond or something. <laughs> he says something about... I was like James Bond. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole movie is a riot. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I just think that it's a must-see. You got to watch this movie to understand it, to, to believe it. So I back that, Josh. Um, so John Candy gets your golden hot dog? John John Candy gets my golden hot dog. Amazing. Yes. It's a shame he passed away only a few years later after this because what a talent that dude was. Amazing. I miss John Candy so much. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently Dan Aykroyd wanted to get Chris Farley to play one of the Are you serious? One of the twins? Yeah. Wow. Could you imagine that? Wow. But he'd be behind so much makeup and Right. But it still would have been such a cool thing to have him be one of those the babies yeah wow and apparently he wanted Catherine o'hara for the police um lady oh man really yeah but she had just done like home alone and two other movies that year and she'd wanted to take a little break from acting at the time so. yeah i mean cat obviously Catherine o'hara in that role would have been a treat Obviously, I mean, it would be so cool. I got a casting what if for you. So while Chevy Chase is good in this movie, there are some scenes in the movie where it almost looks like he's, I don't know, bored or like kind of phoning it in. Just yeah, we, to... were, we talked about this in the other episode. Do you remember my answer? Who I thought would be the Who? other? I think I said Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. That's why I've been thinking about that. But that's immediately who comes to mind too, is if it was Michael Keaton. Yeah, I think his sort of zany energy would have played well with all the surroundings in this yeah i mean like he can because he can be kind of that way you know yeah but he can also play like a straight role as well and like be serious oh, if absolutely. he needs to be yeah yeah so, so i would say he would be good right there hmm. yeah well josh anything else you want to add about nothing but trouble go watch this movie it's so much fun uh come watch it with us at mahoney drive-in and Lehigh in Pennsylvania. 
and um bring us some warm hawaiian punch yeah we'll have some warm hawaiian punch up there you can hey yeah. oh shit it's gonna be cold up there yeah we should, should we yes make like a big batch of this we should come on by oh, now we shit. gotta do it because we're talking about we it, got man. to yeah a giant vat of hawaiian punch spiked with crystal skull vodka man that'd be cool <laughs> yeah uh wow that's a hell of an idea. Uh, it would be, it's actually really refreshing. I'm still on it. I mean, I, I kind of realized while we were talking about it, that we're drinking warm Hawaiian punch that we boiled hot dogs. fake hot dogs in. But fake hot dogs. It's still pretty good. It is good. Um, dang. Well, Josh, what are we gonna <clears throat> what are we gonna talk about next week? I thought it's stay tuned, right? It is stay tuned. Hell yeah, man. Which I've never seen. Mm. I'm really excited that you're going to watch this for the first time because this is a movie that I've watched a lot growing up and still to to this day. So I have a ton of nostalgia for it. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to see how it looks to a fresh set of eyes. You know what I mean? And and see what moments stick with you and how you like it, if you like it or not. Yeah, man. Uh, What year was it? Oh, man. I think it's like 93. I think it might be. No, it's got to be earlier. I'm not sure. I want to say. I'm usually so good at this, too. I want to say 92 for some reason. See, I would say 91 on 93. Now we're getting too wide. Well, there is a Wayne's World reference in the movie. So it's Dwayne's Underworld, yeah. Right. Yeah. Which, when I was a kid, apparently I caught a glimpse of this movie on TV of Dwayne's Underworld. Yeah. So whenever I would watch Wayne's World, I'm like, why aren't they zombies? I was That's like, amazing. I was like, I was like, I know that I did not imagine them as zombies so like where are the where's wayne and garth as zombies i want a Dwayne's underworld hat like a wayne's world <laughs> hat please somebody please make this if they haven't already i gotta look it up yeah so i'm very excited to explore that movie for the first time i'm excited for you to explore it and it, it's super fun and man it's it's just such a great dark comedy because it, it's lampooning so many different things and you know, it's all evil, right? It's all Satan stuff. So it's just, it's super. I know nothing about it. Yeah. So like, it's, it's all like really dark and, and kind of mean at points. And, you know, there's cartoons and it, it's okay. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sold. All right. Well, uh, we are going to wrap it up here at VH Snacking. But thank you so much for listening. All right, everybody. Keep on VH Snacking. the shop and got a ring felt left out because all your friends are hooked but now you're at the altar your goose is cooked you say your prayer lord please give me strength to make it through opened up your nervous mouth slipped and said i do Look, you do, son. Now hurry up and kiss the briz eye. Peace of the father, cause now the knot is tied. Yeah, it's time to make the move. Uh.
Knock it off, break it down. 